Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson, and I'd like to welcome you to my podcast, When He Speaks Erotica, from a man's perspective. And as always, I got to say thank you to the listeners. Thank you to everyone who supports the podcast. I greatly appreciate you. Tonight, I'm going to talk about dating someone with kids. So please sit back and relax, and I'll be right back with the question of the night. So we back. We're going to talk about this question of the night. One that I just pulled off the uh, off the um, top of the question pile. Um, one I've been thinking about for a minute. So I'm going to go ahead and ask, what lingerie color is the sexiest? Once again, what lingerie color is the sexiest? Is it red, blue? Black, white, yellow. I don't think I ever seen a yellow, um, a yellow gown or a yellow negligee. I'm gonna have to think about that one. But for me, hands down, it's black. Black has a sense of uh, seduction along with uh, the color red. And I only see red or think of red when it's around Valentine's Day. I don't know why, because. I guess with the hearts and the candies and everything that's associated with Valentine's Day is red. So red has that in your face, such, such as uh, the color black. But um, shit, um, lingerie has been around since the early 1900s when it really, you know, was considered to be a lady's undergarment fashion trend throughout the years has changed constantly but i think uh that garment that you know that um that undergarment has been around for a long time it it has that that staying power you know what i'm saying Though women have been wearing silk underwear for hundreds of years, I think the boom, as far as underwear really popping off, kind of like started around 19, I'm going to say 1970, you know, with the colorful lace trims and um, the different, uh, the different colors, you know. Um, I think, so while often, I'm sorry, so while women have often worn bright colors for their out, for their outerwear, underwear has been typically like a neutral or, or, um, dark color, um, selection. Lingerie is often thought to be provocative and a sexy item to wear. But it also can be kind of practical. An undergarment that's comfortable and sexy makes a woman feels make a woman feel great. And I can't say I know that firsthand. I can only go off what I've been told or what I've seen when certain people have worn, you know, lingerie or 
I know it was, uh, it was another word that was used for teddies. And I, and I couldn't understand why they would call it teddy. I'm about to check that out. But um, a certain type of undergarment make women feel sexy. I can remember um, it was this young lady who I dated had the worst attitude in the world. I mean, she had been one of those people that just constantly, constantly was negative. But when she put on a slip, some garter belts, a bikini, even a pair of matching panties, a matching bra and panties, I forgot about that negative ass attitude. All because I think it was my fetish. <laughs> I have a fetish for uh, women with uh, matching underwear and uh, negligees. And even even when a woman wears like a big shirt with nothing under there, that's like a turn on for me also. So <clears throat> she just had this ugly persona. But when she put on those, you know, put on those different shades of undergarment, mostly negligees. Like I said, I forgot all about her funky ass attitude. And we we kicked it for like maybe a year. And her attitude did not change. I mean, it wasn't funky directed towards me. You ever dealt with someone who has that smart mouth? I mean, they're intelligent, but they also have that thing where they can just say shit that just make you feel like someone is scratching the the chalkboard with their fingernails. I felt like that all the time until, I mean, unless we was having sex or we was being romantic or we were just laying around. Because when we was having sex, the attitude went away. And I'm not going to say it was because of me. I'm not going to toot my own horn on that one. I just think that um, from what she told me, she was just raised that way. She went through a lot as a kid. But when it came to being sensual and seductive, she taught herself how to enjoy relationships and, you know, enjoy relationships when it came to being intimate. Not everything else, she was strictly business and no nonsense, but in that bedroom, that that feel of wearing something sexy and turning a man on, that kind of like took away that mean spirit. It was just crazy how that was, but I think I got caught up in it. You know what I'm saying? Because I have never dealt with anybody before like that and haven't dealt with anyone since. So lingerie has a, a funny way of making women feel good. Um, I think it continue to be a source of mystery with a bit of frustration for some women. The undergarment is often stigma, stigmatized by society as it, you know, um, relates to women and their comfort level. Women lingerie is worn for, like, I won't say decorations, like, you know, the purpose of decorations or sexual stimulants, meaning that 
the prettier, the prettier, or the nicest looking, or the the sexier, the sexier, the larger it is. It adds to either one or both parties sexual stimulants. I'm not gonna say that for everybody. I, 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 okay, let me say for me. That's what I felt when I was with my partners, you know. And I think that um, the fact that it comes in all types of variety as far as shape, size, and colors, and it's just it just helps to make the woman feel sexy. Now, one thing that did throw me off was women who wore lingerie. And they were, they were kind of um, slender. Cause I'm not saying that it didn't look good. <clears throat> not saying that it didn't look good, but it's just when you see a woman who's a little bit curvier or thick, I think that 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 just makes the the undergarment stands out. Um. Maybe it's something that, you know, that I uh, acknowledge or noticed, but um, I guess because I'm a ass man, breast man, and hips. Okay, this side is for me. Ass, breast, hips, and lips. And not in those, not in that order, but those are the four turn on when it comes to the physical features. And when I see a woman who has on undergarment and you know they kind of like protruding out of the undergarment or the like or the lingerie that's a big turn on for me that shit drives me crazy you know um i have three colors that really stood out that still stands out for me and um i'm gonna go ahead and uh speak on them the first one is red like i said earlier and around valentine's day this color is worn like like drinking water. You know what I'm saying? It's fitting, and it, and it has a certain passion level to it. Some women wear it for sexual arousement, you know, sexual arousing, while others wear it because it's fashionable and it's comfortable. Red is the sort of lingerie that every woman should aim to own, in my opinion, you know, because it's sexy, bold, and it just fucking stands out. Because I think once you wear red lingerie, you might feel like you never want to take it off again. Maybe that's a personal thing, you know what I'm saying? Now, while red may be functional for many women, it's also one of the most daring colors around the next one is pink um pink it, it didn't <clears throat> it didn't really turn me on but i guess i saw it so much that i connected it as a familiar uh, as a familiar piece of underwear so when i see it it's like okay she got on the pink underwear she looked good you know but it, it didn't do anything to me like red and black did. But um, it stands out. So the shade pink, it 
for some people it has that it color, you know. Um, I think it's like a go-to for women, you know what I'm saying, as far as lingerie is concerned. It's because it has uh, a sense of being, for women, you know, feminine, pretty, and, and, and sexy. And I, and I also think that pink is also associated with uh, well-being and positive feelings. You know what I'm saying? I think when a woman puts on the color pink, she feels good about herself. Whereas if she put on red, she's feeling daring, sexy, and a little um, devilish. <laughs> the last one is the color black, my favorite one that stands out. When I see a woman in black lingerie, black panties, black bra, woo, put a put a fork in me because I'm done. You got me. I ain't going nowhere. Um, I think because black blends in so beautifully. It won't. It, it, it has that thing where it won't draw attention from anything else that she's wearing or draw attention from her figure. It, sometimes it adds to the figure, meaning that if it's a woman who is slender, I may see her as if she's curvy. Whereas if I see her slender in a red um, piece of garment or pink, then I don't see the same thing when it comes to black. And that's just a personal a personal thing that I got with me. But talking to some cats back in the day, black is a very popular choice when it comes to seeing women in lingerie. Back, I think because black lingerie has always been popular. So, But closing this out, I think women who are naked or in the nude are sexy hand down. But most of the time, when I see someone wearing lingerie, it's for my sexual stimulation. Now, I know some women wear to satisfy the hunger, anger, or loneliness. I've seen women wear lingerie in more colors um, than I can think of. You know, I've seen the green. I've seen purple i've seen blue which to me blue is very boring you know i've seen the the tan color lingerie and i think white is very boring anybody who wear white does nothing for me you know so with black being my favorite color i hope to see more women wearing black lingerie <laughs> All right, man. So I'll be right back with the um, with the topic. All right, we are back with the uh, question. I'm sorry, with the with tonight's topic, which is dating someone with kids. It is def it, it can definitely be a good idea, but you must know sacrifices are involved oh yeah <laughs> when you date someone with children you will have to sacrifice that goes without saying 
you 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 have to develop that mindset knowing that okay it's just not about me no more it's about me the person who i'm trying to get with who i would love or want to spend the rest of my life with and it's about their children child or children either one kids whatever whatever comes with that woman or that man you have to stand 10 toes down every day because you're taking on a responsibility that must be that responsibility must you have to deal with that you have to deal with that child every day even when you're not around the child because you have to support the parent you have to make sure that the parents okay if they're going through a child support situation if they're going through a situation where they're not seeing their children on a regular whatever whatever that child is going through and that parent goes through you don't normally have to necessarily go through it, but you have to be supportive. Having kids is a big decision, hands down. It will affect the course of your life in ways you can't even imagine. It, you, it's one of those things where you have to question yourself. Is it worth it? Because if you're not the type of person who can put aside little things in order for a child to be comfortable, then you don't need to do it. You don't need to fuck with nobody with no children because there's nothing wrong with being selfish. But what, 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 what is wrong if you're being selfish with someone who has children and you know you can't be a part of that situation or you can't understand certain things that may not go the way you want it to go. Most people have likely asked themselves at some point in their life, should I date someone with kids? And honestly, the answer is, is often not that simple. Having children before jumping into a relationship is not necessarily bad. Or meeting someone with children is not necessarily bad. I don't look at it as bad at all. Some people do. Some people look at it as, man, I really, I'm really digging this person, but they got that old, that old baby's kid <laughs> and baby's kid. If you don't know who baby is, this uh, comedian Robin Harris, God rest in peace. Um, had this skit where he did about these badass kids and he was trying to get their moms and they just terrorized his ass. You know what I'm saying? But, um, a lot of people do consider kids as demon child, knuckleheads, whatever. If, if, if they're not the type to want to deal with kids, you know what I'm saying? But I think for the most part, you got a lot of people who, see kids as blessings, which they are. I mean, my children are old. My children, everyone is over the age of 18. I still look at them as my babies. They will always be my, my little ones, even though they got kids and I have grandkids or whatever, they are still my babies to the day I leave this earth. The pros and cons. If you are interested in dating someone with kids, then you should date to see if you have a future together. 
If you don't want to date someone with children, stop, stop, stop pursuing them, stop chasing them, stop gassing them up, stop making them feel like you're going to be there. Because deep down inside, you know you're not built for it. That's not who you are. You can't handle not getting attention or you can't handle going over to some. <laughs> I know for me, it was a couple of times I would go to somebody's house. You know, after the club, and I'm like, okay, um, I know you got a one bedroom, but uh, he got to go on the couch. And there was a couple of times I was told, like, no, motherfucker, you sleep on the couch tonight. My child gonna sleep in the bed. And this is one of those things where it comes when I when I think of this is the big chicken theory. If if you if you're in a relationship and you have children, okay, prime example. If I work 16 hours, I come home and my 14-year-old son is sitting at the table and he has the breast, the chicken breast, and I have two legs and a wing, there's a problem. Now, a lot of people don't understand that concept, that that way of thinking, but it's like if I get out and if I do all the work and if I sacrifice, if I take care of my children or take care of the children of the woman who I'm with, God damn it, I deserve that big chicken. I deserve that breast. I think that was a a, a Chris Rock joke, if I'm not mistaken. I'm, I'm going to give him credit. I think, yeah, Chris Rock said that years ago. So that's the mentality of a hardworking man. I'm supposed to get that big chicken. Not him who's sitting around playing PlayStation. No, it ain't nothing personal against him. I love him. But I'm out here making sure that he has the PlayStation. He has the games. So give me my big chicken. But um, if, if, if you're not ready to, to sacrifice and be with somebody who has children, don't don't gas them up. Don't make them feel like that's what you want to do and that you can, you know, overcome any obstacle in order to help them be happy and take care of the child. Because in the long run, not only are you hurt, not only are you hurting the child, you're hurting that person that you lied to. Tips for dating someone with kids. Take your time. Don't go into a relationship. I mean, if you are, if you do happen to have a relationship or if you have begun a relationship with someone with children, take your time, not only with the relationship, but with the child. First of all, you shouldn't see the child at all. Not until you are comfortable. Both you and that person are comfortable being around that. They're comfortable with you being around the children and you're comfortable being around that child or children. Because... Every adult should understand that I can't come down. I, a child can't come up to my level. I have to always come down to a child's level, meaning that I'm the adult. I'm the more experienced. I'm the more, um, I'm the one who understands situations and how things should be. So I should be hoping that child understand who I am to their parent and who I will be to them. Because a lot of times kids are like, 
wondering who the fuck what's what's going on especially if they have a, a relationship with their father or their mother and the parent is not in the house with them so when someone else comes around they're gonna be looking at you with the side eye like you ain't my mama you ain't my dad there's been a couple of times when someone said you're not my dad when i dated people who had kids I say, okay, well, you can't eat my hamburgers. You can't, you can't, if, if you're going to disrespect me like that, then, you know, and part of it was childish. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Part of it was childish. I didn't handle it the way I should have. But back then, I just wasn't, I, I, was, I wasn't big on disrespect, especially from no child. Hell no. So it was always a back and forth with me dating someone with children and I had children. So I understood why the kids probably felt like that. But back then I, after I got divorced, I kind of felt like shit was about me. But I, I, I found myself every time I would meet someone, they said they had children. I wouldn't deal with them. I don't give a fuck how bad they are, how fat that ass is. If they had kids and I know that I was selfish and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I had to let it go. Now, there might have been some times where we hooked up and I never saw the kids. I went over there in the mornings when, you know, the kids were at school or when the kids probably were at their father's house or, you know, somewhere else. There's been a couple of situations like that. But for the most part, when, and it was brief, it wasn't no years of me acting like that. It was just, you know, maybe a year or so I had that little moment, you know. But a lot of people go through that and, and won't admit it. They won't sit and tell you that I can't fuck with no kids. I can fuck with you, but I ain't fucking with your kids. You know what I'm saying? They'll just gas people up and make them think that, okay, yeah, everything is la di da And then when they see the kids, they give them that, this little baby kid-ass motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So um, you have to... You have to not feel like you got to pressure the child to liking you because like I said a few minutes ago, a child has to, you have to come down to the child's level. You have to help them feel comfortable, help them understand who you are to their parent, who you will be to them. And what's your intentions? What is it that you want with their mom other than just some good loving? Do you want a sincere relationship? Do you want to take them to the water parks and, you know, take somebody out to the park and fly a kite? Or do you just want to smash? <laughs> but seriously, though, you, you got to be up front. You got to, you know, understand that kids are smart these days. They see they see the bullshit coming. They see the snake oil type motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? They see the game coming miles away. It's not like when I was young where we just was happy to, you know, have a couple of things and, you know, some things went into our favor. And, I'm, and I don't really want to go too much into what was going on when I was younger, but, um, you know, I grew up with my stepfather. Well, I'm sorry. I grew up with my younger brother and sister father. And he guided me. He was one of the ones. He 
He was the man who taught me about hard work. That's where I got that from. And honestly, we, we, we used to butt heads, but as I'm older now, I, everything that he taught me, everything that he was trying to tell me, everything he did tell me, I understand. I applied it to who I am. You know, it, it took a minute, but I understood it, it was hard. He was no nonsense. You know what I'm saying? We, we, he rarely joked, but the shit that he taught me, the tools and the resources that he gave me helped me become the man who I am today. To, to some degree, he's kind of like my, kind of like my hero. He was able to get me to a point in life. Thank you. If you dive into a relationship saying that you want to be a parent figure, you may not come across as sincere as you think because you're trying too hard. You, you, you're trying to make it, you're trying to put a, 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 a square peg into a circle and it's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? You, you have to take your time. You have to not rush the child. You have to build a rapport with the parent and the child and both at the same time. And sometimes the child will let you know, you know, I'm ready to accept you. Or I'm ready to, you know, understand who you are to my mom or to my dad. And they may not come out and say it. It might be an action. But whatever it is, they're going to let you know. Benefits from dating someone with children. To answer this question, we need to define what we mean by benefits. Benefits is a vague term that interprets interpret differently by different people. Sharing a, busy, sharing a busy schedule, helping each other with children, these are like, you know, benefits to, to that child. Not benefits to yourself, but benefits for the child. Um, I can remember I would help someone pick their child up from school. I mean, if they can't, if they couldn't pick the child up, I would be there at two thirty in the afternoon to pick that child up because they didn't ride the bus, or you know, I didn't want nothing to happen to them. So I made sure that I was there on time because that would a benefit for them and for their parent because they had to work. So it's not about you. Kids have a unique way of making those around them happy. They can put a smile on your face when at, at, at that moment you need one. They are amazing. They are amazing distractions. Whatever you might be going through or thinking about, spending time with a child would spending time with a child would take that off your mind. There were plenty of times I would sit and play PlayStation with a child and just kind of like get lost in his world or, you know, just kind of put everything behind me. They're fun and easy to be around. Tricks to balancing dating 
with children. Balancing your dating life and your life with children is important. After all, it's the first priority. The first priority are the children. You don't want to neglect any any kid. Never do you want to neglect neglect any child. You don't want to make them feel like they're a problem or they're an, or they're an issue. With today's busy lifestyle, it's almost impossible to find free time to meet someone new. Yet, that doesn't mean you have to stop dating entirely. One thing you have to do, parents, or, you know, people with children, you have to make time for yourself because you're going to burn out. You're going to, I mean, yeah, you love your kids and, you know, they everything to you, but you got to take care of you. You got to have someone to give you a hug give you a kiss, give you a little booty, you know, um, definitely give you some um, oral satisfaction just to take away whatever you're going through. That's um, one of the things I highly recommend. <laughs> if you have children, find time to date, find, find a time to date can be tricky, but with some planning, you can do it. And you can do it in a non-traditional way. You just got to find what works for you and apply that to your everyday dating life until things become um, where it's easy to date someone and let them be a part of your child's life. I think overall, that dating someone with kids can be a positive experience. With the child, there's a strong sense of family. The parents gonna go for long walks, spend time together, go on picnics, go to the beach, go to Six Flags. And with that comes development. You're, the, you're, you're spending time, you're getting to know each other, the child is feeling comfortable and then everything becomes second nature because you did the right way. You, you built the foundation and you applied the tools to build that foundation to a good understanding where everybody's on the same page, even the child. Imagine having those kind of things to look forward to every day. You get to see and spend time with them every day. Grow as a family. But dating someone with kids can be a negative experience also. And what I mean by that, you may come across a child who may be like, you ain't my daddy. You ain't my mama. You can't tell me what to do. Why are you trying to get with my parents? My mama still like my daddy. Man, Whew, I've had that where someone said, um, told me, my mom still like my daddy. And when I said caused a rift, I was like, and I, and I knew that the child had a slick mind. I, I knew she was, ugh. I knew she was trying to crush me. But I was so caught up and thinking that because shit didn't seem right. So I'm like, okay, if this shit don't seem right, maybe the child trying to tell me something indirectly. 
And, and it just went. My mind just went like, okay, when I'm not here or when I'm working late, who over here? I didn't ask the girl, the, the young lady that, but that's what my mindset was. And then we finally got into an argument. I said, well, yo, child told me you still blah, blah, blah. And she just looked at me and she was like, are you serious? You going to take the word of a teenager? I said, why would they lie? And it got to a point where I started looking like a fool. And the child, I, I didn't see them, but they told me later on, you know, we was, uh, at, when they was old, they saw me out and we were just talking. And they said, you know, when you and mom was arguing, I was sitting there laughing. Mission accomplished. I did everything I needed to do in order for you and mommy not to be together. And I just looked at them and I'm like, you little, you know, but I understood. Because there were times when I felt like that with my mom, you know. So, I mean, it wasn't really a negative experience. It was a negative experience for me. For the child, it was like, I need to get this dude out of my mom's life. And they did that. So if you come across that, if you come across a child who can be overbearing or who don't want you around their parent, then you got to find a way to eliminate that. You got to come together with their parent and them and say, look, this is the deal. You, you, you try to, you, you know, you, you made your move and I, and I, and I give you props for that, but I'm not going to win. Because that woman over there, I love her. You may not understand that now, but as we grow older as a family, then you'll understand. Then when you get your own family, you'll understand where I'm coming from. So it's, 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 it's important that you set the tone with children, but you don't, you don't, have a personal attack. You don't make them seem like you're going to war with them over their parent. Let them know at, as you should to come when you, when you come down to their level, let them know, Hey, it's me and your mom and you. Now it may take you a while to, to accept this, what we're trying to do. And that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to go back and forth with you about this because I'm here to stay. And yeah, it may take a while for them to respect that. But gradually, as they spend time with you and see that you are sincere about dealing with their parent and, and, making, it ha and, and making their parent happy, then they're going to fuck with you. And we're like, oh, okay, he, he, he's solid. He's a man of his word. And if a child sees that, then you ain't got nothing to worry about. Because they know that you're going to help their parent be happy. You're gonna help take you're gonna help their parent take care of them. And you're gonna grow. You're gonna function as a family. And there's nothing wrong with being a co-parent. Cause you have couples, or I'm sorry, you have parents who they may not be together, but they share responsibility when it comes to taking care of that child. So there's nothing wrong with a third parent helping out. I see that a lot. And that only makes that child a better person when they have, when they have the type of people who love them and who will be willing to help them 
grow and, and be a successful person. Getting married is hard, so add kids, adding kids to the mix can, can get complicated. But the thing is, if it does get complicated, you got to be willing to get past that. Find a way to get past that. And as much as as much um, as much as I enjoy spending quality time with children, there were some drawbacks to my day in life. For one, I remember it was hard to get intimate with uh, the child present because it was like trying to share a bed with a three-year-old. Well, let's just say it was kind of challenging. That said, there's nothing worse than sharing the bed with a guy who stood six six. That's I'm, I'm thinking. That's what the you know the child was thinking, even though he didn't have the mindset to fully understand. But you know, I was invading his privacy as well as I thought he was stopping me from getting what I needed. So it goes both ways. But anyway, that's it, man. Um, when it all boils down to, you have to make sure that you're there for the child. Point blank, period. So I hope everybody have a good night. I hope, everybody, I hope that everybody enjoyed the podcast. Continue to listen. Please, please continue to support. Thank you for the support. Thank you. I had a couple of people buy the book. Thank you. The book is Heart Seductions. Please check it out. The next book is Done. It is done. All I got to do is put it together and get it out there. I finally finished it. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go over it one more time to make sure that it's right. You know, I'm going to proofread and I'm going to edit it, but, you know, it is completed. So I'm going to do what I got to do and get it out here as soon as I can. But thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for supporting me. Have a good night. Take care of yourselves. Check out the podcast Wednesday and Saturday nights, and I'll talk to you next week. Peace.